Hey everyone, and welcome to Real Talk No Gimmicks with Haley, Demi, and Aaron. We're so happy that you guys are able to join us this week for our brand new episode, and we hope that we can inspire and encourage you guys with what we're talking about today, because it's going to be really good. Also, don't forget to follow our Instagram at Real Talk No Gimmicks. So without further ado, if you're ready for your weekly dose of realness, just keep on listening. Okay, guys, so for to start our episode, I decided we're going to start with a little game of who's most likely to. So if you guys don't know what this game is, pretty much it's just we're all, we all have, a, you know, some couple questions that we're going to ask each other. And we're just going to say out of the three of us, who's most likely to do what? So first, I guess Haley's going to go. Okay, so the first question I have for you or first who's most likely to question is who's most likely to get lost in their own neighborhood (laughs) who's most likely to get lost in their own neighborhood Uh uh-huh so like the city that you live in you get lost like you don't even know the street you just lose you don't even remember how to get home you know what i'm gonna say debbie I'm gonna say Demi. Oh. Lost in their own neighborhood. That's a strong. Ooh. I might go with Erin on this one. Erin? Yeah, I think I'm only saying that because she doesn't have a license yet. Maybe that's what it is. Oh. Yeah, maybe. Plus, I haven't been out of the house ever. So, um, I would say myself. Girl. Oh my Girl. God. Girl. <laughs> So I guess Demi wins that one. Okay, Erin. Okay. So my first uh, who's most likely to question, this one's kind of intense. I don't know. I just thought it would be kind of funny. But who's most likely to get away with murder? Ah. (laughs) (laughs) You guys, whoever's listening, you guys can't hear. Their faces right now are so funny. It's definitely not going to be me, though. I know it's not going to be me. It's probably going to be Demi. She's a good, like, I feel like she's more persuasive. Like, if she had to lie about murder, I feel like she can, like, use her words to, like, persuade it or, like, twist it to, like, not be murder, like, maybe, like, an accident. But I would probably start crying, like, once I got interrogated and just, like, admit the whole truth and be like, I did it. I did it. I'm so sorry. Like, conviction would have been, like, so heavy. So not me. First off, you two, of all people, know I suck at lying. I suck at keeping a secret. We're all we're all bad at lying, but sis, you're the best one out of all of I us. I can't even. I'm horrible face. at lying. I can't it, even have my face. I, my yeah, face I feel like, like yeah, exactly. I, I feel like if I were to start. If I were to like start and be interrogated, I feel like I could lie for a little bit, and then after a while, it'd just be like eating at me so much that I'd lose it. And I'd be like, you know what? Just arrest me. Forget but it. That's to me too, Aaron. I'm sorry. I think it would be you. You think it's Aaron? Get away with murder. Me? Yes. Because I feel like you have. I don't know how to. How do I describe this? I have killer face one. <laughs> what? <laughs> hey, I was not going to say that. I think you're just good at hiding things. You know? Whoa. You're at hiding things. Okay. Out okay. <laughs> of the three of us, you're really good at hiding things. Because if it were me, I suck. Haley, I've seen her fall apart. So it would have to be you, Erin. Fall apart. 
I don't know about fall apart, but okay. okay. Fall apart, but like she can reveal what's going on. Yeah, yeah. Wow, no, I'm very good at lying. I can see how Aaron would get it. I can see how Aaron could get away with murder. I can see that. Really? It's between the two of you. I'm definitely not in this race, but it's it's a, it's neck and neck. I can't really choose. Okay. I will, like I understand it could be between me and Aaron, but I just see Aaron. I just see Demi, honestly. Oh my word. Okay. I just feel like she has like explanations for everything. I don't know why. Explanations? Even if I gave an explanation, it would not make sense. <laughs> That's okay. The lawyer can interpret um whoa. Whoa, let's get our word together. Um, <laughs> the lawyer can interpret what you were saying. I was really about to say something that was not correct English. That would have definitely been embarrassing. Okay, well, Demi. Okay, well, the winner is me and Aaron. Uh, my question, who's most likely to become a farmer? A farmer? <laughs> a yes. farmer? Not me. I could not no, I, see myself as a farmer. I was going to say that. I was going to say Haley's out of the thing. Like she oh. like, Yeah, she is a city girl. And maybe Aaron? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> not be a farmer. I feel like you're good at like. I feel like you could be good at gardening. Like, yeah, I feel like you could, because well, maybe I. Demi, I feel like you did me a little bit too hardcore to be a hardcore. <laughs> I was going to say myself. <laughs> I was going to be. Oh my word, hardcore. Oh my I, I, I just I don't see Demi really as like a big animal person. I don't know why. <laughs> oh my god. Oh no, we're losing it. I'm so hung up with the hardcore part. Hardcore? Oh my god. What do you mean hardcore? Should be yelling at the goat? <laughs> Abusive? You mean abusive to my animals? <laughs> no. Whip the cow, smack the dog, <laughs> beat up the chickens. Oh my like god! If you were um, like tending to crops. <laughs> what? Make them die the first day? Like, too, much like, <laughs> too much soil. I feel like you would just be like frustrated or something like you would get like annoyed and then oh the god. poor like lettuce would be like kick the <laughs> oh, oh my god, god. we're losing oh. it oh my god oh, <laughs> oh my god so that's what so you guys okay oh my gosh so you think it was <laughs> i would be a farmer I would i say myself but this woman here says something else so <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, I don't think I could be a farmer. I like animals, but I can't be a farmer. I can't be selling. You know what? I can see Demi being a farmer now. Now I feel like I feel like that explanations of being hard. I feel like that bold typeness could be really like useful. Oh right, like I could see her riding a tractor or something. Oh my god, she's like a wagon. (laughs) Oh my god. <laughs> this is so bad. Imagine you guys are getting the full like version of us. Like, right. This girl did not just snort. <laughs> she was like, oh my god. That was so funny. Like, 
Find your wardrobe. I thought of that. I pictured it and I was like, yeah, for sure. She's like hurting the cows. Oh my god. Oh my god. Y'all are too much. <laughs> Debbie's already had enough. I have. Uh, <laughs> He's done. Oh my god. You know what? Let's just go to the next question. Erin, your turn. <laughs> it's Haley's turn. Oh, Haley. Haley needs a break. <laughs> she needs a All break. Right. I'm going to go to cover for Haley because she's literally in tears. <laughs> I can't. Oh my gosh. So who is most likely to die of like a stupid cause? <laughs> I was trying to make these questions interesting. You just made this so much worse. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> It's okay. It's okay. What's that? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, I can't take this. Oh my gosh, it's not. Oh, I can't breathe. Okay, I'm sorry. I just like pulled myself to get every time. Every time, every time I would try to get serious, like I could just. Like, oh my god! Oh, what kind of question? Okay, let me answer Aaron's question. Who's most likely? To die of like a stupid cause. Something stupid, like like getting hit on a railroad track. Yeah, something dumb. Oh my god. I feel like oh, this is a kind of offensive. If you say my name one more time, I think it could be Aaron. I think it could be Aaron because she's a little clumsy. But no, but Demi is clumsy. She has so many stories of how she got gets hurt. So I was thinking it would be her. Yeah, I feel like Aaron. Weren't you the one that got your thumb smashed one time, Aaron? No, you don't. That was your story. That was. I know that was me. I know that was me. But there was another story that Aaron told us that your thumb got smashed in the kitchen. <laughs> what? I remember Aaron, I remembered it. Uh-uh. God. You told me. If you didn't tell Haley, I know you told me. Your thumb got smashed in the kitchen. Oh <laughs> no, yeah, but the, I was a baby then. I was a baby, yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. That, okay. yeah, that makes sense. But I feel like I mean, we learned from the last episode that Demi broke her fingers without having a cat, so that's why I would think it'd be her. Honey, I wasn't the one that fell up the stairs, though. <laughs> fell up? What? Fell you, up told me you, fell, you fell up the stairs. You told me during the trip. You don't die from tripping. <laughs> you could. You could. You could. <laughs> trip off a cliff. <laughs> but I tripped up the stairs. Well, I, I, just, I don't know. I thought it was Demi because I feel like she has so many like stories of her getting hurt. I don't know why. Yes, hurting my fingers, not my whole body. <laughs> oh my god. Haley's too responsible, so I know it's not her. I feel like I think, all these questions are just me or Demi. Demi, yeah. I feel like Aaron is... 
Aaron is a good like runner for this one because <laughs> she. You know what? Actually, you're not wrong because do you? Okay, this is a stupid story. This is so stupid. But we were I in school. <laughs> One of my I have a shrimp allergy. One of my friends had shrimp, and I purposely ate the shrimp because I was like, oh, well, like it's fine. Like I'll be fine. And then our next class, I was really sitting there, like clearing my throat. Honey, guys, this girl. I just told me right next to her. This was during a chapel session. I was right <laughs> next to her. And I also oh, did the same God. thing in health science, too. Health science. Uh, Haley had cashews. I'm like, definitely would have been And she, yeah. okay, and the crazy thing is, she doesn't tell people that she's allergic before she asks. I she tell tells after. you after she gets it. <laughs> like, I gave her, like, a like a cashew, and she's like, yeah, I'm gonna, I want to try this cashew. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. And then she, she puts it in her mouth. She's like, oh, yeah, I'm allergic to cashew. I was like, what? Wow. I you in the back of the health science class, I was just like disintegrating. Ooh. It was so bad. It was like, uh, and know. I was like freaking out because I didn't know she was gonna like pass out or like what was gonna happen if she ate it. And I was like freaking out. I was like, oh my gosh, she's gonna die in this classroom. <laughs> oh my gosh. And she yeah, just was so calm. She's like, oh yeah, I'm allergic. Honey, you're about to die, and you just say, yeah. <laughs> I'm allergic. Yeah, I can't eat this, but it's whatever. Oh my God. I'm gonna die, but it's okay. I'll just eat the test. Like, honey. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, okay. So I guess I'm the winner for that question. Okay. Right. Yes. I think I have another one. Ready? Okay. Who's most likely to have their own reality TV show? That's nice. That's a good question. And and I'm gonna add this in. What would the name of the show be? So who would who would be, have this um, TV show, and what would it be called? I would say either Haley or myself. Yeah, I was gonna say that too. Because I would say it would have to be a tie. Yeah, I think it'd be a tie. I don't know. Because for Haley, Haley, how do I say this? Her show, it would be very goal-orientated, um, always so focused about achieving great things, classy, a little bit sassy, but she keeps it real, you know? That would be her reality TV yeah. show. And then she would marry um, a basketball player or a football player. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> Uh, Haley's literally rolling her eyes. This is so funny. Oh my gosh. Y'all, I cannot see that. They swear that I'm going to just marry this athlete. It's I... We see it. We see it. We have like these visions for each other that are just so weird. Haley's going to marry an athlete. Demi's going to have six kids. I don't know. Demi's gonna have six kids. <laughs> yes. Uh-uh. Let's not change the subject. Let's not change the subject. We're still talking about Five boys, one girl. We're still Five talking about the farm. Okay. Haley's gonna be the first one. Enough kids to have the farm. Like okay, they can anyway. all like help. So for Haley's reality <laughs> TV show, Haley will have wonderful children. She's gonna be the first one to get married. Yes, she's gonna have like a five hundred thousand million dollar wedding. She's gonna be like yes. dress shopping with her. 
It's gonna be I'm great. telling you, she's going to be the first. The first one to have a boyfriend, first one to go on a date, first one to get married, first one to have kids, first <laughs> one. Agree. I'm telling you, she's the first. She's the first. Yeah. I still don't understand how I'm the first for, like, literally every milestone. Because you are. <laughs> but okay. You know, you know. We see it. It's why Aaron's proptus and I'm, you know, I'm deaconess. So we see it. Deaconess oh reverend. It's ordained. <laughs> But okay, so that's what it would be about. What would it be called though? The life of something about Haley's life because she's already going to be famous, so it would be her, her household, you know, so whatever my last name would be. I feel like it'd be Haley's something like Haley's, like at possession, like Haley's something, Haley's world, or Haley's. Haley's Kingdom or Haley's Palace or something. That's a good one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because it is Queen Haley after all, so. <laughs> and then I feel like for Demi, it'd be like more dramatic. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like a real housewife. Yeah, I feel like Demi could be a housewife. Like, on like the Real Housewives or something. Yeah. Real Housewives of Beverly Hills or Orange like, County or whatever. Hills drama with like her sister or something. And she'd be like talking to camera. She'd be like, yo, yeah, I tell her all the time. Like she'd be just like, yo. That is so me. That is so <laughs> me. Watch me my kids. Class. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Whoa. Right. Okay. And then the next episode, she's like crying in the camera. She's like, I just need someone to take care of my six kids for me. Like, oh my god, so dramatic. This, is like, this is like so much work all by myself. <laughs> like, I feel like I don't get support. I will get a maid, I will get a nanny, I'll get it all, baby. All of it. A maid, a nanny, a chef. But I feel like at the same time, while it would probably be dramatic, I feel like it'd be like really relatable. Like, I feel like most like parents could probably watch it and like see themselves like in that that is so me no one loves me <laughs> i don't know because it will be a balance of like success and also yes, like life. just yeah. like regular family life, life. but then i could see like aaron having a tv show no mm-hmm. i don't know i think comedy that. Yeah, it would be hilarious. That would be so fun. Like, you know the Trevor Noah show? It wouldn't be reality TV. I don't think that. But it would probably be like, like a, oh, I don't know, Trevor something Noah. like Trevor Noah or, something, or like a late <laughs> night talk show. Yeah. That would be hilarious. I could no. some comedy, you know? Really? Oh, that's I nice. I don't that. think I could do real, reality. I can't see her as like, having a reality TV show, but I can see her having like a late night show or like... <laughs> Yes. Like a talk show, like oh, like Ellen, like the talk show. I can see that. That yes. is so funny. Like interviewing like celebrities and stuff. Yeah, that. most funny though. And then like after that, I could be a host of I don't know America's Got Talent or something. You could be the next Howard Stern, <laughs> or I don't oh know. Gosh, Howie Mandel. <laughs> no, I don't think she could do that job because she'd be laughing at everybody. She'd laugh <laughs> at everybody. She'll, She'll be, be that one judge. She'll be that one judge dying on the floor, pressing all the gold buttons. <laughs> you can go to the horrible eyes and like you can go through. Yes, just because, <laughs> just because it was funny. You're right. Yeah, someone breaks their arm, they cry, and Aaron's like, "Oh yeah, you can go to the semifinals." Oh my, oh my gosh. Okay, so yeah. if Demi's having a reality TV show, what is it being called? Mm. Life with Deaconess. <laughs> uh, don't mess with Demi. That's what it's called. The baby. Most life. What'd you say? What? The bold life. The, the bold, bold life. life. Demi's the bold, bold life. life. 
It means bold life. Bold life. Uh -oh. Bold life with Demi. That sounds bold life with Demi. I'd watch it. Oh. That would that sounds like a show worth watching, like bold I'd life. Okay, do we have any more questions? Yes, I think I'm the last one. Makan, um, this question is, who is most likely to smudge all their makeup before the start of an important event? Definitely not Haley. <laughs> Definitely not Haley. Maybe, probably, ooh, ooh. I would have to say myself. Yeah, I was gonna say probably Demi. Aaron probably wouldn't smudge the makeup. I couldn't see you smudging it really? at all. I can't. I could see Demi probably I just like and it, completely wiped away. <laughs> and I, I don't think it would be like intentional, like at all. No. She'd like probably like wipe her nose or something, you know, or like and just forget she had makeup on, or like scratch her oh. eye and like the lash came the off lash or just something. Yeah. I could see that, that. Was a, that actually happened in real life, like for graduation. I don't know what's going on because my lashes were intact, but after graduation, it looked it was just flashes were lashes were floating, okay. Lashes were floating. Yeah. So that was fun. Yeah, I I can definitely see her. I mean, I, I don't know, like I that sometimes happened to me where it's like I'll compare myself like I'll to at the start of the event. I'm like, okay, we look all good, and then I'll come home and look in the mirror, and it's just like, what have you been through? I look at the grease pile. Guys, the grease—it's awful, especially me because I have oily skin. Oh. You would, someone would ask you, honey, did you run a mile? And I say, <laughs> no, it's just my natural face. <laughs> no. Okay, so I guess Demi wins that round, I guess, right? Yeah, so I guess. Demi yeah. So, yeah, y'all yeah. know more about us. And, you know, we are the type of people that are funny. And even in real life, we still remain true to ourselves. So I have a quick question. How would you guys approach people? Let's just say there's an issue. If it's with a parent, someone in authority, a sibling, brother, sister, or friend, a classmate, how would you approach people when there's an issue? I think one of the biggest things um, with approaching people is to kind of be calm initially and not be quick to blame. Um, because I think sometimes when situations happen, we, like, not even always intentionally, but we start getting defensive like even before we like address the situation to kind of I know that I do that at least like before like no one even blame me for anything I'm just like already like defensive like I didn't do it like or you know trying to clear my name so I think it's important when we're approaching situations in situations to just kind of like take the hat of offense off and just be ready to listen because when everyone's talking and like arguing I hate that I hate yelling and like talking too loud like that's just no, get some on my nerves. So if you just like come with like a heart that's ready, just like listen and be calm, but also know when to like excuse yourself and just take a minute. I think that's the best way to approach situations. 
No, I totally agree with you. I think like one of the main things that's so important is to just like keep your cool because when you're angry and you're just like full of rage, it's just like you're ready to just like say anything. And it's like, if you say something, it like could make it worse potentially. And that's something I need to work on because I kind of have like anger issues. I feel like, I feel like it's with different people though. Like if it's with my sibling or something that I let all my rage out, I'm yelling, screaming and hollering. But like, if it's like friends or something, I feel like I'm more able to, you know, be composed, be like, okay, let's talk this out. And I think it shouldn't just be like with friends, it should be like that with everybody. Because sometimes like you look back and you're like that, I got angry for like no reason. Like it was just like super dumb. So I think like, I think I, for me, at least, I think the most important thing is to like, keep your cool, breathe a little bit, talk about what the issue is. How can we resolve, you know, resolve this? Because a lot of times some of the issues, it's like, simple solution to simple problem like it's really not that bad and you're like you're causing a ruckus for literally no reason so I mean I for me personally I think you know that's the most important thing it's just like keep your cool <laughs> for me I can never keep my cool um I do remain quiet I'm silent I try to listen but in my case because I'm very sensitive I just take it all in and a few hours later I just cry myself to sleep so my question would be when you have an issue with people and they accuse you of something maybe you did it maybe you did not do it but you don't know how to handle it how do you what am I trying to say tolerate it or let me rephrase that when people accuse you of something you didn't do and like you're in the heat of the moment and you're just so emotional how do you react yeah that's my question how do you react I think it's a really good question, but for me personally, I always feel like this whole topic about like how to react, like you were saying, or how do you deal with people, especially when they're accusing you of something. And I'm like you, I, I get like emotional really quick because I feel like sometimes the way other people address things are it's not the way that I would address it. So I automatically just get like upset or like offended because I feel like you shouldn't be talking to me or addressing me a certain way and I think too that like each situation is different because I say often like the way that I would address situation with my parents is completely different if the three of us had a heated you know situation or someone up here or you know a co-worker I feel like every um aspect is different but I think for me I've learned to just be okay with agreeing to disagree like you are accusing me of something that I didn't do I'm not gonna argue like I'm not gonna go back forth like that I always say like that's too much energy and too much time like wasted because if you think about it, there's so many times where like I at least like fought so hard to defend myself like I didn't do that or like I didn't say that or I didn't think of you that way or whatever and people are adamant about what they heard or what they thought they heard or what they saw or thought they saw. And if you spend your whole life like trying to defend yourself, like how much time are you wasting? Because some people just feel like life is a time to waste. But I don't think I feel like every moment you can be doing something, whether it's productive or playing for something or whatever, like you can enjoy life, but you can't waste time on people in situations that are just like really irrelevant. That's really good. And that's really like, it just shows like it's a big sign of maturity because it's like you said, like when you're just wild up in the moment and I'm totally like, I'm just like that too. It's like someone will blame me for something and I'll like try to like make my case, but I feel like tears welling up in the back. 
I feel tears welling up in the back and it's really like not even that big of a deal but it's just like when someone accuses you of something it's just like oh my gosh like I didn't do that or it's like even if you were in the wrong you're trying to figure out like every single excuse like to come up with like no I wasn't wrong and I totally agree with you Haley how like there's so much time wasted like trying to defend yourself when you're just like when some people just like won't listen and you're arguing back and forth and there's like really not much you can do then to be in the moment of like okay like I know what I did I know you know what's truly like you know what's my side of the story and I don't need to be having this whole argument because it's honestly it's just like pointless and I think like it's, it's just like a really big sign of maturity when it's like okay like I know the situation I shouldn't be arguing there I could be spending my time doing something so much more productive and it's just I, I think a lot of people even adults need to come to that point too and I want to like address the question with you guys how do you think people can improve the way that they talk to their parents in this sort of way. Cause I know like I've talked with you guys and we've all had our struggles with that sort of thing. It's, we're so easy to like say stuff and kind of like lash out because our parents like kind of get on our nerves. So I kind of wanted to direct that question to you and ask you guys, you know, how can we encourage our listeners or how can we teach our listeners a little bit something about how to deal with these things with your, with your parents? Girl, that's a good question. Uh, I only have one answer. Um, just don't raise your voice and don't talk too fast right after they, I don't know, yell at you or ask you a stupid question. In my case, when I have, you know, playful banters or, you know, interesting comments and talks with, you know, my sisters and my mom, um, it's nothing hurtful or anything, but I find myself Sometimes, not all the time, clapping back. But when I clap back, it might sound a bit aggressive. So again, it just comes down to the answer. Don't raise your voice and don't talk immediately when they talk. Because parents, especially, no, no, all parents, um, there are certain parents that may perceive that as being rebellious. They may perceive that as being angry. And even though it's not your intention, per se, of you being angry, they might see it otherwise. So it's not just raising your voice and clapping back immediately, but it's also understanding what type of parent you're facing. Are you facing a parent that's maybe sensitive like you or a parent that deserves honesty or a parent that just wants to talk and not yell? So you have to understand, OK, so this is my mom or this is my dad. They don't like screaming. So let me just talk softly and give a really good explanation with some logic and then we can all meet common ground so yeah just be careful with who you're talking to because everyone is different and as long as you know the type of parents you're talking to and use that to your advantage of explaining your case then everything will be fine i agree i think that's a, a really good way of putting it because i didn't really think of it that way like really analyzing the type of parent or um, how your parent responds to conflict. I think that's good. But while you were talking, I had like a bunch of like different things that I've kind of used and learned over the years kind of pop through my mind. So I'll just kind of read it. Um, one was learning to let your parents be right. I just, I, I promise you nine, nine times out of 10, if my parents and I disagree about something, I initially just 
to quickly just end the disagreement is let my parents be right. I'm not going to sit there and be like, no, like I wasn't doing this or, you know, of course I'm going to initially say like, no, you know, I wasn't doing this or that's not how I meant it. But if they're adamant with thinking that I was doing something that I wasn't or whatever, if they're just heated about something, I'm just going to let them be right because initially, eventually they're going to have their own conviction later on. So if they were wrong or if they weren't hearing me out as they should have, they're gonna have that. And they may not ever apologize. I called my mom out on that one time and she we were laughing about it because I didn't do it in a rude way. I was just like, I just said like, you know, it's funny how like if kids are wrong about something, like y'all be like apologize and get like all frustrated. But if you guys are wrong, like you will not apologize. Like you can blatantly be wrong. And my mom kind of chuckled because she knew that it was true. Um, but you know, I just learned to let my parents be right. There's like, it kind of went to the point I was saying, like, I'm not wasting my time arguing with my parents. I can go do something else. So just let them be right. Eventually they'll come around. Two, um, like Demi was saying, just have respect. Don't, I've seen kids get all bent out of shape, yell at their parents, call them all kinds of names, just really be disrespectful. And I don't think ever there's ever a time, no matter how frustrated or how heated the situation gets, that it as a child, or a teenager, however old you are, you should disrespect your parents. Because no matter, I, I can truthfully say that there's been way more good around my parents than bad. And so to let one disagreement or one, you know, situation cause me to disrespect them in that type of way, just don't do that. And, you know, the Lord honors that. I always say, I, when I'm praying, when I after I get frustrated with my parents, I always say, Lord, you you made those Ten Commandments, and they weren't Ten Commandments that were easy. That's why you blessed them so heavily. Like honoring your parents. There's uh, verses that talk about, you know, honoring your mother and your father, that your days would be long, that you'd be prosperous, um, and things like that. And those are heavy blessings. So he's not going to just give you something that's easy. So it's not always going to be easy. It's not going to always be hard, but just remember that. The third one is understand that they're doing their job. Because sometimes I don't understand. I'm like, why are my parents like so hard on me about certain things, especially when you start like looking at other people and their parents or what they're allowed to do, what they're, what they're, how their parents react. I've just learned that good parents parent. I read, I, I read this quote one day and it says, if you don't parent your kids, you're going to be parenting their grandkids. If you didn't get that, you'll get it later. Um, and so I've appreciated that. Do I agree with every single thing? No. But do I agree with the mo majority of them? Yes. And, you know, a lot of times we don't, and we talk about this all the time. A lot of times we don't appreciate or see the value in their nose until after the fact. Like there were things that I wanted to do, like wear makeup or certain outfits when I was in like elementary, middle school. And my parents were not having that. But now I can say, you know what? okay, I can see why, or, you know, I, if I have kids one day, I would implement that same, you know, rule. Um, another thing is to have outlets. That is so good. We, we talk about, well, we don't talk about our parents, but we talk, if we're frustrated about something, we're like, y'all, let me tell you, we have this situation. And when I say outlets, have people that are going to hold you you know, because if I feel like if I ever said something that was out of line, like even if I was heated about something that my parents said or did, but my friends would be like, oh, right, okay, reel it in. You're getting a little bit too heated. Calm down. So have good, safe environments where what you say is going to stay there, but that people are still in your heated moments going to hold you accountable and be like, okay, you know, don't say that. Or maybe they were trying to mean it this way. And then be open minded. 
open-minded. Like, sometimes I'm like, okay, my mom was probably stressed out today. That's why she's antsy about this dish or about me coming to dinner on time. Like, it's not a big deal. But, you know, sometimes, just like we go through stuff, our parents go through stuff. And it's it's not always easy to understand that because we think our parents are supposed to be, like, you know, just resilient and never like show emotion and when they do it just kind of like frustrates us for some reason like why is she so or why is he so like angry or frustrated but we do the same thing and the last thing is to show don't tell you know if you feel like your parents are not the best communicator show them what being a good communicator looks like because sometimes they didn't have that good example. So they're just communicating like they were communicated to. And if you don't feel like that's effective for you, then show them what it looks like. And I feel like for me, that helped. And my parents understand where I come from, where I'm like, I don't like yelling. Like just, and I don't have to say that, but how I respond is kind of like de-escalate situations. So that's all I have to say. I talked for like 85 minutes. So continue. <laughs> no, I was really saying, I was like, preach, Haley. Like she's really going off. I was like, yes. this really Clap. She's ready to parent. Like, I'm ready to clap for that. So we're just gonna have to end this early because I have nothing to say because she literally said everything that was on Look my mind. She said numbers. She said number one, this, 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 number two, this, that, that, mm. number three, and this. And I'm just sitting here thinking, wow, I just said 30 seconds of information while this right. one over here died. She just said so. She has a whole production. Why? A whole production. What you said was so good. That's what like motivated me to write what I wrote because all I said, honey, all I said was one minute. How do you have the time to write down three Cornell notes <laughs> and be like, oh, give you a whole presentation? No, no, it was so good because honestly, I was listening to that and I was like, honestly, I could really use that too because I know during quarantine, especially like we've been around our family so long and it just seems like more than ever, you are getting on my nerves, like more than anything. I just like can't handle it. But when you put it in that perspective and the way that you're saying, like it really makes you realize like, yes, you have your parents for a reason. And you like, especially for me, I'm totally on board with you. Like there've been so many stages in my life where there's just been so many things that I want to do, whether it's being able to go to certain places or parties with my friends or outfits, especially. And I'm just like, I will never be on board with my parents. I will never understand why they're treating me like this. And when you brought up those points, it just like really made me realize like, I'm safe and I'm alive and I am who I am today. And I'm able to be an influence with this podcast, be, like to other people because of my parents. There's so many good reasons and things that they haven't let me do things. And it takes so long to realize that, but I'm, I'm glad I have, because like you said, there's maybe certain things that I don't agree with, but like overall, when it comes to their morals and just like the way that they protect their kids I really admire that and I agree with that too and I just think that's part of the reason why like I'm 18 years old and I'm good with my life like you know I have goals I have things that I just like I know I'm gonna be okay because of them you know like the way that they've protected me the way that they've taught me certain things I feel like like I, I'm secure. I don't really have like a lot of things to worry about. And I feel like for all of us, we've all, even at this age, I feel like we're so much more mature than a lot of, you know, people who may be our age because maybe they've been neglected or they don't have like that role model or authority in their life. So 
for all our listeners out there, even there, there may be times where you feel like you don't appreciate your parents. You're like, you don't want them around. Trust me. It may not be now, but you're really going to appreciate it later when you realize, hey, the things that they weren't letting me do, I'm glad they didn't let me do. Or the, the all these rules and stuff they're, you know, they're putting upon me, I actually needed those. So I really like how you, you know, really laid out all of your notes and all that stuff that you had, because I felt like it was so important, especially people our age really needed, because I know we're all like ready to go to college and this, that. A lot of us are rich, just get away from our parents and be able to do everything. But I think if we really just like take some time to just really think about the things that they've taught us and how we can apply that to our lives, I think that, you know, it will really help us in the long run. Yes. I really find this so bizarre. This is when you know God works in mysterious ways. And I really like how Aaron said um, a lot of people need it. Heck, I will be honest. I needed it right now. I just had a wake-up call based on what Haley and Aaron said. And just to open up a little bit personally, earlier today, I'm not going to get into detail, but like I was really frustrated. I was really mad. Like I even told my friends, like, I'm, I'm so ready to go to college. Like I can't take this anymore. Don't get me wrong. I love my parents. I love my family and all that stuff, but there are just days I really want to get out of the house. And yeah, I was laughing at it and we were all laughing about it because the stories I tell these girls, is just, <laughs> it's a comedy, but it starts to like eat you up. And I'm just thinking, I'm just counting down the days. I'm counting down the days. But after, based on what Aaron and Haley said, they just opened up my heart and my mind. And now I'm thinking, wow, thank you, God. Because I was really, the other day, I was like praying to God, like, God, I love my family, but sometimes it can be hard to understand them. So, Lord, give me a sign. Show me, help me to understand them more. And boom, he just did it like five seconds ago with Haley and Aaron. So if anyone needs it, I am living proof. We all need it because I really needed that wake up call. And just now they gave me that wake up call. I'm not going to cry about it because this is a podcast. But anyway, we all needed it. I know I did. OK, so we talked about our family, our parents. Now, what about our friends? What if your best friend got in a fight and let's just say the other person was calling them out? How would you approach that person? Who was calling out your friend? When it I don't know. I feel like with my friends, it's especially these two right here. Y'all, I, I don't know. I think we all get like super possessive. Like not possessive like 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 you're my like you can only be my friend. Not in that sense, but like we're very protective. That's the word. And we care so much about each other that we don't want to we don't want to hurt each other's feelings, but we definitely don't want someone to come in and like just disrupt because I feel like when one of us is upset about something like it just changes the vibe because the other two like we're trying to figure out like did we do something wrong like what's like what's going on especially if you're not like saying okay this is what happened and you're it's kind of like eating you up inside so when it's someone else it's like a little difficult I feel like when it comes to friends it's so hard for me like it's like you have to have a balance of what we were talking about earlier being kind and cool honestly I just think it depends on the severity of the situation honestly like what was, what was going on what was said if it's something petty like oh she's not cute like okay whatever you know I'm not even gonna spend the time to argue but if it's something like really 
I don't even know what would be super serious. I, I can't even fathom that. It's just really hard. I really couldn't give. Honestly, I would just say take a breather first. Don't start swinging. And, okay, I got a curveball, though. What if the, the situation wasn't somebody else? It was your friend that you had the problem with, not somebody else. Because I feel like if it's someone else, it's a little bit different. It's like you don't have too much to lose. You're not losing a friendship. But when it's your friend that you have a problem with, how would you say if it's a genuine one? Because we talked about that a little bit last week. So how would you approach your friend? Okay, here's this. What if your friend came to school and she was just like really looking a hot mess? Like, not a hot mess, like you didn't like her outfit, but I mean like just maybe she wasn't taking care of herself as she should or or he should. How would you address that without hurting? Because my thing is, I'm I don't want to tell you because I don't want to hurt your feelings. But as your friend, I should, right? So what? Do you, what's your thoughts on that? How would you approach that? <laughs> that is actually so funny because I'm not the kind of person like who would you know, I don't like conflict and I don't like addressing stuff. But like, if one of us like genuinely wasn't taking care of each other, I you may not want to say it, but like I will. And I'm glad I've never had to be in that situation where I've had to say that because you guys are like, you're great. You know, like you clearly take care of yourself. But like, I mean, I think you really just have to approach it with love. You can't just be like, you stink. Like, you can't just be so blunt. Like, you you can't. You can't. Look, because I feel like, uh, of course, like everybody's different. Like people are more sensitive, and I feel like there would be some people who would genuinely like ruin a relationship over that. But like, being like having that second grade mentality, where it's like, oh my gosh, they're being so mean to me. But like, I think everything when in a friendship should be like approached with love. I I, I really like the phrase where when you're gonna, you know, I don't know, address something, you're like. I'm your friend and I love you. So that's why I'm going to tell you this because it just takes a situation from like up here to like lowers it a couple notches and like be like, okay, I'm telling you this out of love. And I think that's really important to like make sure that the person knows whoever your friend is who you're talking to that, hey, I love you. And this is why I'm saying this. Because like I said, if you're just like blunt and you say out of the blue, they're going to be like caught off guard. They're like, oh, excuse me like whoa that was just like so out of the blue so I really think like you should really say like okay I'm doing this out of love show them that you love them show them that you're saying this because you want better for them and even if it's just like not even out of like hygiene or whatever what you were asking like they look a hot mess but just like you know at, at any situation like I don't I've always hated that sort of like backstabbing like you know, having like you, you, you clearly are wrong about or not wrong about something, but mad about something and you're holding a grudge, but you're not saying what it is. And every you're trying to play like detective and figure out what it is, you know, and it's just like, like you said, it like ruins the vibe of everything, you know, and it just makes things uncomfortable. So I think especially if there's a problem, it should be addressed. And I think especially people our age should learn how to talk to each other instead of talking about that person to somebody else, you know, we should again, come with love, be like, hey, I think there's something that we should talk about. And again, put it all on the table and be like, hey, this is out of love. So I think that's how I would deal with if there's a problem with the friend. Honey, you just took the words out of my mouth. (laughs) Seriously. Honestly, because, okay, 
let's just say, for instance, Aaron or Haley had a problem. Maybe something was wrong with their hair. Maybe something's wrong with their face. Maybe something's wrong with their body. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Hypothetically speaking, okay? This is how I would approach them. First, I would say, um, darling, you know I love you, right? And they say, right. Then I ask my second question. You know, I'm here for you, right? And then they say, right. And then I'll ask the next question. Um, so what I am about to say is only out of a place of love. Okay, so don't be mad. Don't be mad. Just just hear me out. Um, is everything okay? <laughs> That's all I will ask. Is everything okay? And let's just say they're deflecting and they don't want to talk about it. And they just say, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. What is it? And I say, um, I'm not trying to be offensive, but something's not right. So if you want to talk about it, I'm right here. And then who knows what's going to happen next. But that's how I would approach a good friend of mine. I won't say, honey, you look like trash. Like, get yourself a shower. <laughs> I'm not going to say that. But I would just be very calm, very sensitive, very open-minded. And just, yeah, talk slow and always being quick to listen. Now, back to when I asked the question if you had a fight or if your friend had a fight with somebody else. If your friend had a fight with someone else, how would you react? Okay, Haley, I love you for trying to be really honest and trying to be really genuine. But honey, I am a mama bear. If I have to take off my shoe to fight somebody, so be it. I'm sorry. I broke the code of being kind. Sometimes, okay, there's a time to be kind. But when it comes to like people hurting your friend, like your sister, your ride or die, I'm sorry. I just lose it. I lose it because I can't, if you mess with me, that's one thing. I'll, I will be okay. I won't care. But if you're messing with someone else that I know for a very long time, I'm sorry. I'm just, I might explode. She's not lying. She's, she, she loses it. But I think, but I feel like I agree with what you're saying about the protective, but I, I don't, I don't know. I just feel like everything, cause I feel like I have to exert a whole lot of energy to fight. So I'm not going to fight you if you say something that's like, I feel like she should know that she's not, you know what I'm saying? Like if she's, if, if they say something like extreme, like about her family, where she comes from, whatever, oh. that's something different. But if she, oh. did, if they just the say like, oh, she just, uh, she's just so annoying or, oh, she's so like, just like little catty stuff. I'm not about to fight you. Just that comment of just alone, just really, just like really shows me. <laughs> where you stand oh. and I feel like you should be honestly proud like they're talking about something stupid they don't have nothing else better to do but to just sit there and say a bunch of nothing but I understand oh no for sure it, it, but the thing is the thing is Demi I feel like will start swinging quicker so then that means all of us are gonna have to <laughs> no because no like because I hate to admit we've had like so like some sort of like high school dramas at some point I feel like everybody does like this girl, like I'll say something. She's like, "Where are they? Where are they?" I'm like, "I need to finish my story. Can I finish Why? what I said?" <laughs> Y'all, she was in the back of our chapel. Her backpack, like, and was like, walking. Yeah. 
and was walking. And then this other time, she was in the back of the chapel room ripping pages out of her textbook. Oh my god! I remember that. I remember what that. is going on? I remember that because someone was talking crap about you, Haley, and then Aaron told me what happened, and then I got so furious. And while the chapel speaker was talking, I just I ripped off the pages of my like, Adam book. I was sitting right next to her, and I'm like listening to the speaker, and I hear like paper ripping. I look next to her, she's just like, <laughs> and I'm like are you okay? And she's like, I'm just like letting out my anger. I was like, I need to move away from you. Like, why is she so mad? And she was studying for a test. I was like, sis, don't you need that book? She's like, no. No. She's just ripping paint. I was like, oh my gosh. (laughs) That's when you know not to mess with these two. If you mess with these two, I'm telling you, all hell breaks loose. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry. No, yeah. I'm definitely not one that like, you know, just the whole conflict thing I don't like, but I'm just kind of like the same thing as Haley, where it's like, if it's like a little stupid thing, like it shouldn't, you know, but thank God, like we haven't been in a situation where somebody, like you said, like goes after that person saying stuff about their background or really like just egging it on, like going on and on. If somebody like doesn't stop, that's when we're going to have a problem. Like if it's like one stupid comment, I'm going to look at you and be like, you know, stupid you sound right now and, you know, try to defend them. But if it's like, on and on and on and be like okay like there's clearly a problem but yeah um just to clarify just to clarify um (laughs) stop when someone has a problem um when Aaron said oh yeah they say a stupid comment I'm not going to go all off I'm saying when there are people yelling coming at your whole life your family like Haley said or maybe you're someone sick or something. Anything that's really personal, you know, to the core. I'm sorry. I, I just, <laughs> I, I have to take off my shoe and smack you. <laughs> Don't make those fists. No, girl. Because I feel like out of all of us, it would definitely be Demi. Because if she's, like, ripped the pages, thrown off her back. She's taken off a shoe, I think, at one point. So I'm, like. Yeah, she threw the backpack. I was, like, isn't your computer in there? Like, what is she going on? It's like when something goes down, she doesn't even like it's just like black. Like she like blacks out or something like she doesn't like I don't know. It's like she's just like in the moment, like she's hot and I'm like, calm down. Like I think in that moment when she was ripping pages out, I was the one that was being like talked about or whatever, and I was calming her down. I was like, calm down, like it's okay. Like I'm fine. But I think we have that problem too. Like we'll tell like this is so off topic, but we'll be like, we'll act okay, but we're not. Oh, yeah. And I think that's what makes our like each other more mad. Right. Because we're like trying to absorb it. Right. And you just like sit there and you just let your blood boil. You just like right. let it go off. And you say all this stuff in your head and you're really like, the blood is flowing to my arm. Like, should I use it? Like, should I just like, just let it out? Yeah. Right. I'm like, I do. But Demi's right. a little bit too quick. It's kind of scary. So yeah, very tight, very tight. Sorry. Like I feel like I hope we don't get into a situation where it's like I have to hold her back because I don't won't worry. Don't she's worry. She's gonna break our arms trying to get loose. I will not. I will not hurt anyone. I'm, I'm just saying, if I gotta protect somebody, I will protect somebody. If I gotta be punched in the face for you guys, so be it. Okay. I'm right. just I'm saying. Just saying I, like, you're gonna be in college in the fall. You better not get yourself into any trouble because don't I can't. Worry. I don't. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. <laughs> I'm not gonna hurt anyone. I'm not gonna commit murder. 
Will my eyes pop out? Yes, but I'm not going to commit. Oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> this has been the most all over the place podcast episode i i hope you enjoyed this y'all because this is like as real talk as i think it's ever been and as as it ever will be so i think with all of that being said erin you have that snack for us today i have a little snack today i'm gonna give you guys some chocolate as a snack I feel like, I don't know why I like, I feel, I'm really feeling like sweet today. I don't know why. So everybody's going to get chocolate here. You get a piece, you get a piece. Enjoy it. Okay. But um, the little snack that I'm going to give, it, it probably has like nothing to do with our conversation at all. But I was just thinking about it. I was like, I should probably talk about it only because I feel like I needed to. And it's about procrastination. So <laughs> we all have those moments where it's just, whether it's a school assignment, whether it's, I don't know, signing up for something or whatever. You just want to wait till the last minute. And I'm here to tell you, I do the same thing, but there's no need to be ashamed because that's why we're here. We're here to talk about it. I have that problem too. I feel like I need to talk about because (laughs) especially during summer, I just think that I have all the time in the world. And I'm like, I will literally do it at the last second. During the summer, I'm just so lazy and I just like don't want to do anything. And it's just like over the stupidest thing. Like I was thinking about it. I was like, I need to clean my room. These guys have been like, you guys have been looking like my graduation balloons are still here. Like they're literally still here and I need to clean my room. I've been saying it every single day. Like Aaron, like you're going to clean your room today, right? You're going to do it. <laughs> no, it doesn't get done. And what is that called? That's called procrastinating. And I just want to let you guys know, you know, you're not alone when it comes to procrastinating, but I think you should definitely day by day, just like work on it a little bit because I mean, every day or minute that you spend, you know, procrastinating is another minute spent or day worrying about it. So we all just want to live a calm life. We all just want to live a, you know, just our clear mind. So if there is something that you have to do or something that, you know, whatever needs to get done, I'm here to tell you, go do it, please. <laughs> because you're you're going to thank yourself later that you got it done. And even if you might not want to, and it's going to be hard to start, even if, it, you know, you're starting and it, it's, it sucks, in the moment, you're not going to like it, but later you're going to thank yourself and be like, wow, I really got that done. Even if it's a small thing, just get it done and out of the way. And if it's something, a big thing, like a big project or something you want to get st- you know, started on, do that now. Because if you procrastinate and you wait like a year or so, you're not going to be happy about that. And if you get it done, you're going to be happy and be like, wow, I'm, st- I'm really glad that I started when I did. So that was my little snack I want to give you guys because I kind of needed it too. So yeah. yeah. Give Erin a round of applause for that. Standing ovation. I can't that was it. wonderful. Yes. <laughs> yes. So yeah, that's all guys. Don't forget to be tidy. Don't forget to be respectful to your parents, your mama, your daddy. Don't forget to hold yourself down when your blood is boiling. And don't forget to stay, stay real. real. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.